just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. God for that. Now, would I like internal storage on this? Yes. Would I like a battery backup in this in case you lost power? Mm-hmm. Yes. But they didn't, they didn't put that into the new one either, so maybe nobody else is asking for this. I have no idea why. Now, what you could, if you really wanted to, you could put like a battery generator. You could plug it into that instead of the wall. No, 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 no. no. Church, That's I, a lot of work. Church, I want a battery in the roadcaster. I know what you're saying. Just a small one. Enough to power it for more than 30 <laughs> minutes yeah. just to get you by while your main power is out, is which happens sometimes. Back online. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Oh, yes. Live, in person, in Chargers basement. look I missed it, damn it. We're in the Great White North right now. I am surprised that your lovely dogs did not go crazy. Because Pepper and Scraps, they... 
They're beautiful dogs. Uh, I love them to death. Beautiful's a little strong. Okay, well... <laughs> Did did uh, Roxy take him for a walk? Is that I why? Think, I think they're sequestered upstairs okay. in the bedroom or her office, more likely. All right, take off. The weekend happened as planned, and it was glorious. Glorious with an asterisk charge, and this would be that asterisk. Nice mixing on that. Yeah, for you, for me, that's an asterisk. For you, maybe not. That's an, the preferred outcome right there. But man, did my Vikings lay a turd on oh. Sunday night. Oh, jeez. I believe the operative question I had for you afterwards was, did you guys know the game was today? Did they oh, get a text in the morning? Uh, game Surprise. today. Game tonight, 7.50. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had plans to go to New Year's. <laughs> I am so not. I haven't even stretched yet today. We got to play tonight. That's how bad your Vikings looked. It was pitch and catch, pitch and catch. Five yards on first down, six, seven yes. yards on first down. Aaron Jones went for 100 plus. Bo freaking Melton, Who? a seventh round, second year practice squatter who's been pressed into duty. Became the first 100-yard receiver this year. No way. For Jordan Love. They didn't have one all season? Haven't had one all season. Crazy. And it's him against my beloved Vikings. The the Vikings clearly succumbed to the weight of a lost season and no quarterback. And the reality that even a win here was not – they knew, even a win here, that they were not a playoff-caliber team that was going to do any of the playoffs. And I just think it – it all came to roost in one game. Do you know the phenomenon of the grieving spouse syndrome or broken heart syndrome, they call it, where two, two, a couple that's been together their whole lives, you know, 50-plus yeah. years married, whatever, one of them dies, the other one dies within days or hours because the overwhelming grief of it mm-hmm. just kind of submits them. That, Even was, they that was made, their life. Right, that was their life. And so I feel like your Vikings were in that sort of mode because you had shuffled through all of the options after <laughs> the court, Kurt. After quarter. We the astronaut was yes. like, oh, this is great. What a yeah. great guy. And they're like, oh, boy, yeah. There's, yeah, a, reason really he can't pass. <laughs> there's a reason that he was available. You're like, okay, uh, Mullins, you dubbed him, quote, non-awful. I'll stick, maybe, I'll stick to that. Okay, fine. Yep. But then he showed too much awfulness last week, and so O'Connell said, oh, let's try Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall did oh, not worse, have Worse, way worse. And so I, I feel yeah. like the whole team realized we're spinning our wheels. Stop Correct. hitting the gas. We're spinning our wheels. They just kind of tapped out. And, you know, big picture, what worries me as a Viking fan is Lions and a sending team. They're the one that the win the division handily. They can go out and you know, and many people believe I do. They beat the Cowboys last week, even though they it didn't show up in the and win we're column. Gonna, we're gonna get to that here on the pod today. Bears, 
ascending team. Defense has gotten to be one of the five or six best in the league. With assets galore. Poss- uh, yes, more coming, more coming possibly right. if they decide to trade out of 1-1. Right. More on that in a second. And and they secured the number one overall. So they've got a fascinating offseason. That'll be the biggest talker from the draft. Uh, going into the draft process will be what whether or not Chicago keeps that. And the and Packers then- as an ascending team as Jordan Love <laughs> has gotten to be what looks like the quarterback of the future. I mean, here we are, almost at the end of the regular season road. He's top five in a lot of categories. That's with a some, revolving that's a, door that's of wide receivers. Turnaround. The cheapest wide receiver group in the league oh, by yeah. salary cap. They're all on their rookie deals. All on their rookie <laughs> all deals. All of them, yes. Having lost all pro left tackle David Bakhtiari after the first game of the year, and with no 1,000-yard receiver and no 1,000-yard rusher, Yes. and Scary stuff. And one of the five worst defenses in the league. And here they are, week 18 coming up, and your Packers are still battling for a playoff spot. They can make, despite all of that. It's win and get in. So, in other words, Is it win and in for sure? Okay, don't need any help? Good. Yes, thank you to uh, Pittsburgh for doing Seattle dirty. Yeah. And I believe there was something else that fell Was it the Falcons? It might have been. But I know this, it, we're back in the same square we were a year ago with the Packers, and that was at home <laughs> yeah, Sunday, right, right. Sunday afternoon, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, just have to beat a division rival or opponent to get in, and I don't have wild confidence that it's a lock at all for the Packers. I think the Bears are coming, mm-hmm. and I think they are foaming at the mouth. To play spoiler here, yes. And they've been playing good football, too. That's no, the thing. No, they have. They have, Zabe. This is, I think, I think the odds, where's this being played? In Green Bay, right? Lambeau, yes. Oh, man. Let me, get, let me get the point spread here. Uh, Packers minus three. So the, think the courtesy three, like, well, it's an it's, even it's game. Good, right. Hope feels worth three. There you go. I think the Bears are going to win this game. I think the I think <laughs> I was the, sure the, the Vikings, would... Vikings were, were have given the ba- the Packers a false sense of security. Yeah. I thought for sure the Packers would lose last night, but then again, that's why you watch the NFL. It's the Kaleidoscope League. What you saw one week is now gone the next week. Bad defense by the Packers against uh, Bryce Young in Carolina, and yeah. suddenly uh, they look great against your Vikings. Uh, and so nothing ever makes sense. It, by the way, Bryce Young completely stunk, Oh, got shut out, 112 yards, uh, no touchdowns, a pick. The owner ended up throwing a cup of something on a fan, allegedly, David Tepper. It's not very alleged when you've got the video of it. You know, somebody else said, I can see the league's alternate headline being, NFL owner generously gives free drinks <laughs> to fans. Opposing fans, yes. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. The, so the Packers it was made a bap- Bryce- It's a baptism of sorts. Yes. The yes. Packers made Bryce Young look great last week, and then this week they figured out, you know, Joe Barry figured out, hey, I should blitz some. Might be a good idea against an inexperienced rookie quarterback, and you saw the results. That said... The whole night, this whole trip chart has been amazing. It has come to fruition. Thank you for having me here in your beautiful home with your beautiful bride, Roxy, and your two beautiful dogs. And I know you say, yeah, yeah not so yeah, much. It's beautiful, strong. Pepper right. and Scraps. Make sure I get yeah. a photo with them before I leave. Oh, okay. Um, and playing- Scraps licking your face. We could, we could get that. Yes. Yeah, we Scraps is a face licker for sure. Yeah. Um, and your pinball machine, Godzilla, we need to talk about that. Uh, watching games on Sunday, Manny's last night. 
Uh, New Year's at Prohibition Bar, 27th floor at the W. It worked out. Kind of everything went right. Uh, the only the only downside was the game was a snoozer. It was a yeah, bore. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, yep. And speaking of bores, your good friend Kevin not able to get to Big Boar. Big because Boar of, Barbecue, uh, which yeah. was Saturday night, which was yeah, great because yeah. of a little bit of uh, ice and sleet and snit. Sneet. Sneet, <laughs> as we like to call it here. This is a Sneet household, Zabe. Exactly. Get on the program with that. Uh, for all the doubters, all the Zabe doubters out there that said, A, you'll never come. You'll back out. B, you'll leave early. And B, you'll leave early. Mm. What do what I have I, to say? I, in I your got, in your face, Milwaukee. In in the immortal words of Degeneration X, I got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. It worked out great. Um, Jordan Love looks to be that guy, and people are now running wild with this three in a row. I said years ago, three years ago, when they drafted him, and their plan was we're going to sit on him. Because Rodgers is still good. Yeah. Um, I said, this is not how you do it. You're wasting a number one pick. He's sitting idle for two plus years, three years in his case, three years of zero production Yeah, from a first round pick. And I said, the sheer odds of you finding another quarterback just because you did the same thing with, um, you know, uh, Rodgers. Rodgers right. I'm like... That was luck. You hit the lottery. You're not going to do it again. It looks like they've gotten it right a third time. It does. And now they're going to have to re-sign him much sooner than you would normally have to re-sign your first-year starter. Um, but It'll be an easy check to write. That will be an easier check. Now, It'll is that expensive. coming this offseason, or is it coming the next offseason? They can, they can dap him up with new money after May 4th, I believe, is the date. Okay. All right. And I wonder gonna, if that'll happen. And and they're going to push a lot of money. In, they would they would have loved to have pushed a lot of money in front of them already. Well, but that would have been daring. <laughs> it if sure you, would if you'd have. have done it last March, that would have been very bold. When we knew nothing about it, for that matter, Zabe, if you had done it after week seven, it would have been bold. I mean, things look bad for Jordan Love at midseason. They did. The Packers he had, had a bad like, you know, two or three wins. He had mostly played very inconsistently. Yep. But credit him and the coaching staff. Pulling yeah. it all together in the second half of the year. We'll talk about quarterback dilemmas that are coming in the NFL. Also, the Lions and their trick play that blew up like a cheap rocket. Blew up like one of those Acme rockets in the bug, <laughs> in the Roadrunner versus Wiley Coyote, you know, thing. Yeah. It's like, I got a great plan to get old Wiley Coyote, bam, or the Roadrunner. Blows now, up in their face. Now, isn't that a movie that somebody's working on? Is Wiley Coyote versus Acme? I believe somebody's doing that movie, which sounds brilliant to me. Oh, Wiley Coyote versus Ac- versus Acme. It's coming out. It already came out in 2023. Coyote versus Acme, American comedy, directed by uh, Dave Green and written by Sammy Birch, combining live action and animation. Yes. Yes. Like who framed Roger Rabbit? It's uh, it's a courtroom drama, as I understand it, with Wiley Coyote against the Acme Company. Which, uh, 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 okay, hold on. It was to be released, okay, in July of this past year, but the studio removed the film and replaced it with Barbie. Oh well, okay, understandable. Which did pretty well. That was a good call. So they've pushed it back some period of time, but it's still coming out. Uh, what a great premise. Hold on a second. Not true. Okay. This is crazy. 
On November 9th of this year, Warner Brothers officially announced the film was completed, but they would not release it. What? They How bad is it then? They preferred to claim a tax loss of oh about thirty God. million dollars. Wow! The crew was not informed of the decision oh, until geez. after the film was completed. <laughs> the move drew criticism from filmmakers, animation outlets, and talent reps. Oh, I'm sure several angry uh, left several left angry phone calls with Warner Bros. expressing their frustration at the move. Oh, of course. Jeez, that's so late. However. Uh, four days later, it was reported that studio leaders had reversed their decision and allowed the filmmakers the option to shop the film to other distributors. Okay. Netflix, Apple, Amazon was interested yeah. in buying the distribution rights. Uh, but uh, they report that interest from distributors buy the film. There are currently no hard offers. And director Dave Green is crafting his own PR campaign. Wow. Wow. That's What's so funny. A- it's a movie that is done and it ready must- to be released and it's stuck in it a must- vault. It must be bad, Zabe. It must be really, it's a great premise. I don't give a shit. I want to see it now. I do too. Right. If it's that bad or if it's that weird, I definitely want to see it. I'd say this film is like the uh, Russell Wilson of films <laughs> stuck in an awkward and potentially litigious limbo right Guys, now we're not going to use you at all for tax for money saving purposes <laughs> both of them okay so yeah they uh we'll talk about the lions play in just a second uh let me let me give you some thoughts on your stadium experience here mm. in minneapolis the arboretum as i call it or perhaps the uh the greenhouse Mm-hmm. Is, so much glass, yes. Is such a beautiful venue Thank and you. such That's a great. magical place to watch a high-level tackle football game. It is very much engineered by your game ops people. It is tuned up to a T, and it is cranked up to 11. Somehow, the speakers inside that building that play all the bow. Yeah, nicely done. And the yes. <laughs> right, right, the third down sound. Yes. Right, whatever those things are. They're both really loud, Charge, and yet not ear splitting. Yeah, they've hit it just right. They've hit it just right. And the acoustics in there are seemingly great when they theoretically should be awful with, with all, the, all glass. the glass. So right. Have you seen concerts at U.S. Um, Bank? I haven't because I don't go to those kinds of concerts. Right. But the people who go tell me the sound is shockingly good for an okay. arena. Yeah. I mean, the people who go see Taylor Swift, et cetera, you know, U2, when they play that size venue, they say it sounds great. I was lucky enough to see Timberlake at the Super Bowl here. Oh, remember, yeah. he was the yes. halftime act. Yeah. And I don't know if I really took close notice of how good the acoustics were, but they were pretty good. So the the game ops with all of the scoreboard stuff and the hype videos and the sound effects and the music, it is very much on point. Kudos to your team for that. The biggest criticism that some of my media packer old school hardo buddies yeah. like uh, Aaron Nagler have to say is, it's all fake. Look at it, it's all fake. It's indoors. It's perfect. Uh, the grass, it's fake. And the snowflakes are fake. And da 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 And I'm like, okay, what do you want? Well, how are you going to, if I'm going to enclose it, what are my options here? Once we enclose it to make it nice. Yeah. Once we, because it cost a pretty penny. 
and it was hard to get the approval for the money. Oh, it was very hard. It took years, right. years of work. It, yes. And it was a lot of brinksmanship where pretty much the Wilf family was like, so where's that L.A. Uh, map of potential land sites, right? <laughs> they were threatening that, no, to go to no, L.A. Never publicly, which was smart of them. They didn't threaten. They never did it publicly. But, but other proxies was, were like, hey, you know, L.A. is open. At, not, as far as I know, never from them. But no. lots of people drew the obvious conclusion at right. the time there was no team in L.A. And right. so you're like, well, listen, you know, this is it. If you want an NFL team, you got to pay to play. That's the, that's the story. Do you want a team or not? Yeah. And eventually, eventually we got the stadium. Yeah. Um, the whole skull thing also is an easy target for detractors. Oh, absolutely. Be- Happens all the time. Well, because, because you uh, borrowed slash licensed slash stole it from the, which country had it? Iceland's I think it's an, Ice- it's an Iceland thing, yes. Soccer team. Yeah, yeah. And the whole skull thing has only been a thing for the Vikings for 10 years yeah, at most. Yeah, basically about the same time this stadium okay. fired up. Yes. Okay, yes. and it is heavily marketed. Hashtagged. Yes. Hashtagged, yes. stole this, stole that. Do you know if they settled with the Icelandic national team over that I don't name? Think, I don't think they ever had to. Or do you have to I like... I think that's just part of literal Viking lore. Okay. Oh, you think Skoll is a real Viking thing? Yes, I think it's a real Viking thing. You know, the Vikings obviously took over large swaths of, of territory, including Iceland. And so I think that's where I think that's where it comes from, is that Skull is a, a legitimate Viking Nordic thing. Yeah. The uh, there's there's I'm looking at a article right now. Uh, this is from two thousand and sixteen. About the time it started. The Vikings have a new chant reports care11.com that's k-a-r-e 11 your nbc affiliate yeah i've got a bunch of friends that work there okay Uh, the vikings have a new chant but many may be surprised to find out where it actually came from the new cheer is literally called the viking war cry borrowed from iceland but what does this really have to do with the vikings you might be surprised if it's done correctly it's supposed to scare the shorts out of any competitor like it's done in iceland while it's a somewhat new chant for the Vikings, we're hardly the first ones to do it. The French national soccer team stole it, okay. as did an Australian rugby team, okay. and they stole it from an Iceland soccer team. Okay. However, several articles from overseas claim that even though they've perfected it in Iceland, and they, they are the best, by the way. Have you seen Iceland? No, I haven't seen the Iceland skull chant. I will get that up for you in All a right. second. Um there's claims that Iceland stole it from a Scottish soccer team in 2014. <laughs> Jeez, okay. And then on top of that, there's several claims that it was stolen from a scene in the 2006 movie 300. Not a great movie either. The, uh, <laughs> did you see it, by the way? I, I did. I did. Um, <laughs> it wasn't funny enough for you, like Christmas no. Vacation. <laughs> no, it was funnier than Christmas Vacation <laughs> by a, a fair margin. Yeah, like when that <laughs> one guy got an arrow through <laughs> his eye. That's I right. laughed <laughs> my ass off. <laughs> funnier than anything Randy Quaid has ever said in his entire life. Okay, go ahead with your point while I look this thing up. You're about to say. I don't think anybody owns this. This is Nobody's got ownership of this. It's been recrafted, reused, perfected, changed, tweaked so many times. Nobody's, no, there's no patent holder on the skull anything. Okay. Uh, this was Iceland. Yeah, Iceland fans perform. I'm, 
There. I, I can I can literally walk over to you and see it. Well, okay. Look. Wow, that's at a lot the of people. Size. What do you think that is? Like this was a half their million people. Mm, I don't know. I'm not good at crowd size estimates. This was when they returned home after a nice quarterfinal run in the World Cup, a surprise run for yeah. Iceland and soccer. Now for us. And then after that, there's that boom. Yeah. Now what is that sound effect? That that's, gets the gala, that's the Gallahorn. Oh, that's, right, the, that's the war horn for, of the uh, the traditional war horn for the Vikings. Is that the, the, the I mean, Galler horn or the Yaller horn? Yaller, yeah. Oh. Yaller, something like that. Hold on. Oh, hold on a second. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can get the, uh, the Vikings version. So, of the, course, uh, your boy Kirk, my boy Kirk, did the, not drum banging, that was somebody else, but he did the hype up. What he, do they call that when the, he stands next to the yaller horn, which is fake, and the drum, which is real, um, and he just hypes up the crowd. You get a so celebrity for every game. We do. That, every right? home game's got a celebrity, usually a retired Viking, uh, who comes in and, and blows the yaller horn. Now, you couldn't blow the yaller horn in real life because it's, it's like, gigantic you could never actually do that so there isn't a you don't actually blow it but it puts out the big oh through the whole stadium right and kirk came out shirtless wearing his chains with his kid shirtless as well <laughs> which was fantastic and he got a massive pop yeah he for did that he did the which, stadium went crazy which doesn't mean that he's universally loved here because you still get calls on kfan and people emailing and texting and tweeting you saying we're got to move on now's the time we're not putting another dime into this old 36 boring, year old yeah this old boring ford taurus of a quarterback yeah it works it runs for the most part till it broke this year but i'm tired of it we got to get something better got to get a sports car got to yeah. get a ferrari something yeah. like that yeah yeah uh didn't uh it was it, but it's it was changed, a but great David, it's changed pop a yeah for kirk here let's uh got a drum line that's called the skull line now yep we have the skull line and we've 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 had that for a long time as well that's jared allen jared right allen. There. uh hall Cowboy of fame hat. finalist jared allen i think he belongs he was a terror he was awfully good <laughs> open doggies yeah chiefs let him go amazing yeah vikings traded for him Here comes the blah. Right. That's the Gallerhorn right there. Don't know who this guy is in this particular version that's blowing it. I, I got yeah. a, I got a little spine tingle right there. It's not like, bad. It's, it's a great audio hook. Now, Stolen or not, fake or not, it's a great hook. I just thought about all the kids that are Viking fans growing up here in Minnesota that have not yet gone to a game 
and how they would feel when they experience that leading up to kickoff. Yeah. They would be it, out of their minds. It'd be awesome, right? Yeah, the build-up, yes. everything. Yeah, for sure. It's so loud and immersive and the lights and everything else. I mean, and the fans are into it. That's the good part. Now, the bad part was later in the game when the Vikings were just <laughs> shitting the killed. bed, somehow a skull chant rose up. I think it was to start the second half. And I looked over to you and I go, this is the saddest weakest because it was weird hearts weren't into it at that point right because the 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 stadium guy did the whole thing about you know boom boom skull yeah (laughs) and i'm looking around half the people are sitting down we're already down by 20 at half exactly you know a lot of people are still in the bathroom or the beer line at that point it was it was a bad deal now the The other thing yeah the other two things yeah go ahead the best the best mocking of the skull chant sean payton seconds before the Minneapolis miracle in Get his out. face, he was mocking the skull <laughs> chant, and then we dropped the Minneapolis miracle right in his ugly face. Oh, oh was that fantastic? Oh yeah, there, there it is, right there. Look at that. Yep, <laughs> there's him. People yep. have made there it into is. a GIF. Yep, Sean Payton dick. mocking the skull chant, and we. We freaking yeah. jammed it up his ass. Oh, <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that in a second. One other thing that your stadium ops guys do great and gals, uh, and I wish the Packers would do more of this. They did just get a bigger jumbotron at Lambeau Field. It's not as good or as big as yours. The Vikings have two jumbotrons on either end zone. One is slightly larger than the other. The large one is so clear, so bright. And so crystal, it's amazing. Yeah. And as our my friend Kevin said, he likes it better than Dallas, where he's been a lot, because the jumbo, the Jerrytron in Dallas is omnipresent. It hangs over the field. Right. And right. it's so the big. The punters kick into it. Right. It's so big, you can't not always be looking at it. I like your stadium in that it doesn't have anything impeding your visual sort of space yeah. as you gaze down on the you're, field. You're watching the game on the field, not but, on a TV. But the best jumbotron in the stadium isn't worth shit if your stadium ops people don't show replays. And the Vikings do, I think, people, the best job I've ever seen in the stadium. Wow. I was stunned. I was blown away. Every single play, you are getting a replay within seconds of the play being over. I mean, seconds. I need that. By the time... They pick up the ball carrier, and then you start to look up. There's the first replay yes. of the play. Yes. There were, I counted on many occasions, not one, not two, but three different angles of the play that just happened, tightly cut into eight seconds, eight seconds, eight seconds, because yeah. you got to go quick between plays. And it was regular TV-type angle. Overhead, yeah, some stadium only, yeah, to show the blocking, which was amazing, and then sometimes a ground level camera that might give you a more sort of you know immersive feel. It was phenomenal, and it and and your stadium people did it on every play, every play, not just a good play, and certainly they didn't withhold plays that were good plays for the other team. I've been to stadiums where. They don't, like, the Capitals used to not show goals again of yeah. the opposing team. Because the thinking was, hey, man, we're not it's demoralizing. Them. Yeah. yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Man, we don't need yeah. to show you a replay. They scored. Deal with it. It's like, no, I'm at the fucking game. I want to know what happened. 
Who fucked up on defense? Was there a nice pass where I can go, all right, damn, that was a sweet pass. Yeah. Was I that can... really a penalty? They right. did, They were showing that stuff too. Like The most maddening thing ever when I found out from somebody in stadium ops that, yeah, that's our policy. We don't like to show good plays by the other team. Fucking stupid as shit. So don't give me reasons to stay home. And well, that's a reason to stay home. Uh, exactly. That, that was my saying. I'm like, listen, I'm here. I'm paying exorbitant prices for tickets. I thought you didn't pay anything for the tickets. <laughs> no, I did not pay anything. Thank you, Jeff for these, Tyler. For these tickets. Tip, Jeff Tyler for the four tickets. But you're paying exorbitant money. You're paying big money at the uh, concession stands. And you should be able to see as much of the replays as possible. So big A++ for the Vikes Stadium Ops people on that. The one thing you need, though, and I told you this exists at Lambeau now, and it exists at many NFL stadiums, and you were like, wow, that's a great idea. Six for the- toilets? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that what we need to just really replicate the Lambeau experience? <laughs> no. What you need is at Lambeau, they now put a timeout clock, countdown clock on the Jumbotron in the corner during TV timeouts. And it'll, it's usually two minutes, and two and a half minutes, 2.30. So, all right, timeout on the field, everything stops, you look up at the scoreboard, you see 2.30, and it starts ticking down. It's the greatest thing ever, because we're all on our damn phones. So, you're like, okay, I got two minutes and 30 seconds, let me get on the phone, let me send a text, let me uh, look up who's hurt, let's see what people are tweeting about, blah, 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 blah. My guillotine league score. Right, guillotine league score, you look up, and you're like, oh, look at that, there's still a minute 10 left. I got time to send a text to whoever. Right. That's the one thing I didn't see yesterday. There is not. I did not see that in the stadium. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. that. I like that. That and you need Red Bull in the stadium. because How uh, do we not have an Ke- ener- Ke- energy Kevin, Kevin was lagging. He goes, man, I need a, I need a Red Bull vodka. Let's go. <laughs> he comes back with just a, a vodka soda for me. And I'm like, well, what happened? He goes, they don't sell any energy drinks here. I Okay. <laughs> Diet Coke does have caffeine. You could have just done that, right? I know. I he, don't know. You're right. But he wanted an energy, energy drink. drink. I know. He was, he was completely like, what? Is that some sort of uh, Minnesota Puritan ethic? Like, we're not going to... No, it's because they apparently don't have an exclusive energy drink partner who has written a big check to the stadium to be the exclusive energy drink partner. That that is true. That's what I think The Vikings do a great job of leveraging all their corporate partners. They all all do. So anyway, your your season's over. Uh, O'Connell said that he's going to... Flip a coin, I guess. He didn't say that. No, it's going to be Mullins. Mullins is going to start. He said he's considering all options for the start. I know, but that's just because after the game, it's a little distasteful, I think, to just go, yeah, we're going to keep benching that guy that started for us. So he took the easy way out, but it's going to be Mullins. Okay, so pretend to deliberate. Why not go back to Dobbs? Because he was a turnover machine. They all are. All of them were turnover machines. So, yeah. 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 And I think that I think that ship bailed, uh, sailed. I sent a picture uh, of you and I together, and you had a wonderful big smile, and somebody commented like, you know, Charger's got a big smile for his team getting, you know, boat raced. I'm not sure I could be that guy. And I'm, my response, I think, was basically, Charge knows what time it is. Yeah. He knows that this team knew that they were sunk the- without – a quarterback, and especially with a Hawkinson injury because he was a huge part of the offense. Huge part of the offense. That's right. And we lost our second-best edge rusher. We had injuries all over the place. They all, they all do this time of year, so it's not a very valid excuse. But when Kirk went down, we knew it was game over. 
I mean, you know, you have to stumble into a Joe Flacco-like thing, which is a one in a 20 chance, you know, 5% chance you're going to find a street-free agent who's competent, let alone what Flacco's done. Right. And it's like a 2% chance. Yeah. So we knew that once Kirk went down, it was it was over. Yeah. And, you know, so, but so, we, we stayed playoff relevant until the day sure. before, the last day of 2023, which is not half bad. Last year, everything went right. You had the horseshoe firmly up your ass. For sure. And it ended badly against the Giants. And it helped the Giants miscommit a huge contract to Daniel Jones because of one fucking game. Yes. Um, And this year it all went wrong. And that's the nature of the NFL. You don't know. Every season comes individually wrapped, which is why. And I'm going to end our segment on this. We're going to come back and just mop up some stuff. But um, this is why I'm going to say this for, for Packer fans out there. You're listening. Don't fucking tell me, even if they lose to the Bears and miss the playoffs, it was still a great year because all that this year mattered was to find out if Jordan Love is the guy. Fuck that. Fuck that to the moon. <laughs> that is loser, That's loser, loser talk. talk. Yeah. That's loser thinking. Uh-huh. I'm still pissed they threw away several games because Joe Barry is an incompetent pussy who should have been fired. But if they don't win against the Bears at home and miss the playoffs, the season is a giant failure it doesn't mean you shouldn't hate the team or dislike the team but don't say well okay so they missed the playoffs but it was still a good year because man look at how good Jordan Love did he's our guy for the future individually wrapped seasons precious things unto themselves that can deliver you incredible glory when you don't expect it take them cherish them value them charge and don't give up on them. Don't be so casual with the season. That's my message. Never be casual with your NFL team season. If you have a chance to make the playoffs, fucking grind to make it. And don't be like, well, it didn't really matter. There. The players don't think that. I can assure you. They're not rolling in. There's no Packer player that's rolling into next week's game going, well, it's okay if we lose because we know we got Jordan Love. Right. They're playing to make the playoffs. Why should your standards be any lower? Right. Plus, there have been a number of wildcard teams that have surprised tons absolutely other than the 49ers they all look beatable in the nfc right they all do so you know what's to say the packers don't find their way in and get themselves to san francisco for the nfc championship game not impossible that would be something but uh, one game at a time packers are still three three point favorites only against the bears who are coming with teeth gnashing and foam spitting out of their mouth and they should because you know what they've been your bitch for a long time oh they have and they've got they finally have a chance to exercise some demons on your squad on sunday it is sunday right they're not a saturday game it's a sunday afternoon sunday, sunday three twenty-five. I, yes, I, I think they're gonna i think they're gonna take it and i don't most casual fans don't realize how well that team's playing yeah it's going to be uh, – this thing's going to be a grinder. But they have a quarterback dilemma coming because the chants at Soldier Field last week were, we want Justin, or we want Fields, we want Fields. Amazing. He was like, I heard him. It's great. I'd love to be here. I can't control all that. I just want to – It's the right answer. Play my best. Um, but they've got a dilemma. There's other teams that have – Incredible dilemmas coming. I've got categories for teams in the NFL at quarterback. Because remember, this is still a TV show about quarterbacks. And we will talk about that coming up next after this quick break here. Zabecast plausibly live from Church's <laughs> basement after an amazing New Year's Eve trip up here to the Great White North. 
If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus 
wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. All right, we're back. So here's the dilemmas I see. Number one dilemma is Denver. Denver, <laughs> with this whole uh, Sean Payton going rogue situation, yeah, and with Russell Wilson now being benched, they and did, they did beat Easton cut. Stick, yeah, presumably mm-hmm. cut. They got three big problems now to figure out. Number one is they got the ninth pick overall in the draft. Mm-hmm. That's that good. gets you close. Gets you close, but not quite there. So the first dilemma is, do you go reaching deeper into the future Mm -hmm. for more assets, keep throwing good money after bad, so to speak, Yes, and to move up to get one of the one or two or three guys that are the considered best quarterbacks? That's dilemma number one. Don't answer that. Dilemma number two is, they could be in some real legal problems with NFL bylaws over how they executed this. Yes. There is documentation, and the NFLPA is all over this going, the fuck? You cannot threaten to bench a player as a negotiating tactic. You can bench anybody you want, but you cannot threaten to bench unless they give you something back on the contract you've signed. And that's all in writing. That's all in the bylaws. They have a big legal issue on their hands. That's the second layer of Denver's dilemma. The third layer is when anyone wants to sign with them, how are they going to feel about right. dealing with this administration? Right, because you are you could be next. Yeah, <laughs> you could be yeah. the next one up that suddenly right. we're going to tear up your contract and bench you. No, that's, mm-hmm. a, you know, that's they, now a rookie wouldn't have that option. If in theory they moved up to get a quarterback mm-hmm. and they, the quarterback said, fuck, I'm not playing for Denver. Look at how they treated Russell Wilson. Yeah. What happens then if they threaten to hold out or go back to school? Which kids are going to start doing this, Abe, because they're entering the NFL as multimillionaires. Exactly. They they can easily sit out a year and go back into the draft again. Would they have to sit out a year? They do. To to be draft eligible, you have to sit a whole year. So you can't just declare and then warn the team, if you draft me, I'm going back. You can do that. You can say, Denver, if you draft me, I'm not playing for you. Then you have to sit out the whole year. Then you're draft eligible again. Sit out what? You can't play, go back and play college? No. You can't play. Well, I don't know about the college part, but you can't. Obviously, I'll have to do yeah, some research on this. But you have to. There is a one-year thing. You have to time out for a year. E- either way, they, they, they have a, th- a three-layered bag of shit that they're dealing with in Denver. And I don't know if there's any good answers. Let's move on. Sean Eleven- Payton. Well, there's this. Sean Payton sucks. If there was ever an NFL coach who would take sexual pleasure from <laughs> murdering hobos, it's Sean Payton. He's a great A ass, and he deserves all the shit that he's gotten himself into. Right. Any quarterback that is going to go there has to think, do I want to deal with this dick? No. Yeah. It's, so, you know, so ah, the, the worst. Denver's in, a, in quite, a, quite a pickle right now. Uh, dilemma number two, Chicago. What does Chicago do? Fields is playing better. He, threw he a, is playing better. Threw a 
He threw a lot of dimes yesterday in that game. Yeah, the DJ Moore back corner touchdown oh, pass yeah. was glorious. He is, and then he's running around the field making. He had he had he had a he had a, a run around the right sideline that was just Crazy. you know one of those like him and Lamar Jackson are the only two that could have done. He's Lamar light in terms of elusivity, but he's got a bit of Tebow splash sturdiness to him. Yeah, he's got more like Jalen Hurts. Right where right know, he's got faster that physical than Hurst, part. Yeah. faster than Hurts, bigger than Lamar. Yes. not as good of an eluder, but close as Lamar. Agreed. Passer, he's not as good as Lamar, who locked up the MVP with five touchdowns, perfect passer rating. Yeah. Um. Do you keep him and do you trade back again, or do you do a teensy scooch back and sna- and nab Marvin Harrison Jr. I think that's what they'll end up doing. That's what I think they'll do. Now, what we know, everybody knows, the true right answer, and there's only one, is to also draft a quarterback and make these guys compete. But nobody does it. Nobody does it. Every position, you allow position battles. You, it's always like, you know, toughest guy, best guy's going to come out on top. But they won't, the NFL won't do that at the most important position. This is where they get soft. Oh, well, yeah, we can't suggest that our, our quarterback has got competition. Then what? His fragile psyche will unravel. <laughs> so teams never do it that way, Zabe. So I believe, I think they're going to look at another massive haul where they're going to only have to move back like two picks and they're going to get future first and second rounders. They're going to turn a, like a two-pick, three-pick, four-pick move into two first rounders and two second rounders. And that's going to be so compelling that they'll end up doing that. And they'll surround Justin Fields with Marvin Harrison and a new offensive line and, you know, maybe a better running back and a better defense. You just put everything around him so he's in a spot to succeed. Right. Uh, He's in his fourth year, Fields, and the fifth-year option is an easy pickup for teams. It's not that expensive. So he's under control for two more years. What if they drafted Caleb Williams anyway? That's plausible. I don't think it is. Here's why. This guy is hype city. Uh-huh. He's very good, but he's also new school in the oh, hype. Very much And so. all that stuff. He wouldn't want to have to compete to be number one. Well, or, or to sit for two years. No. In other words, what if the Bears did a, oh, Justin's our guy at least for the next two years, but you can never have too many good quarterbacks, and we don't know long run who's going to be that good. So we're going to take the best quarterback available. We love Caleb Williams. We think he can learn a lot from Justin. He's going to be with us. And I would be shocked if he didn't play some because guys get hurt in this league. And we're going to need him to play well. It, yeah, very sensible. That's a plausible <laughs> and actually pretty smart way to go about it. But yeah. where it falls apart is the agent and the player, and even worse, the media, the screaming heads on ESPN would lose their mind. This is unfair. I can see Stephen A. Smith right now. This is unfair <laughs> to this young man. He deserves a place to go and make his own identity and to be the man in a city because there's this notion of you're entitled to that. And I say, like Tony Soprano said to Carmela when they were fighting and about to get divorced in the Italian restaurant in Artie Bucco's place, you're entitled to shit. <laughs> you're entitled to shit. Like, Jay- Kayla Williams is entitled to shit. He's entitled to be drafted and be paid what the number one, number one pick is worth. And if he doesn't play right away, because he is not better than Fields right away, too fucking bad. Yeah, that's it. 
But the but media environment work, it, wouldn't it allow that move. Well, and is he wouldn't I would make either. that move. Caleb Williams would simply He'd go, be a dick no, about it. I'm, he, not, I'm not doing it. Right, it takes the that's cooperation the of the players. So that's one that may not Although, work. look, Cowboys did it with Steve Walsh and Troy Aikman. In a totally um, different age. A, I don't a, think you can totally carry it different through. age. It's hard to do. The one other overlap I thought of well, last night when we were celebrating was Alex Smith and Mahomes. Smith was good, but not anything special. But he was pretty good that year, the last yeah. year that Mahomes was there watching him. And they took Mahomes like the 13th pick in the draft, I think. Yeah, 10, 11, moved 12, up, yeah, moved like up to that spot. So it wasn't 1-1, but that was only a one-year overlap. I'd go with the overlap theory of, yes. And by the way, maybe it's not Williams when it's all said and done. Maybe it's Drake May. I doubt it, but whatever. So that's going to be fascinating. Now I'm going to go to the category at quarterback of the yeah, put us down for more of that category. All right. Detroit and golf. They're going to be in the category of, yeah, you know what? He's pretty good. Put him, put us down for more of that. They're going to re-sign him. They're going to re-sign him. Okay. Yep, because they've got a successful formula that's gotten them comfortably into the playoffs. They've been effectively locked into the playoffs since midseason. And right. that's there's no mandate to – there's not a mandate to improve on Jared Goff. Okay, then there is – your Minnesota Vikings with Kirk. I would assume they're in the, yeah, we're probably in for more of this category. The fan base has gotten there, and Justin Jefferson has helped a lot. He is banging the drum for Kirk over and over and over. And so all these people that are like, "Ah, Kirk's not good enough, or people that were saying Justin Jefferson doesn't want him, Justin Jefferson wants a better quarterback, or Justin Jefferson wants to reset the quarterback position. (laughs) Uh, No, that is not the case. (laughs) Justin Jefferson wants Kirk back. So now you bring them both back together. Okay. Then there is Tampa with Baker Mayfield, who I predicted on this very pod a week ago. Watch. He's coming back to earth. And he came back to earth big time this week. Nicely done. Here, by the way, I got to give you one of these for that. That's the FFW Peacock right there. <laughs> Little peacocking on that call. Uh, yes, and we're going to talk about the fantasy season because it's now finally over. Uh, GuillotineLeagues.com had another bang-up year. I got to see the operation up close. It's amazing. <laughs> There's a whole underground facility here at Church's house. The that bunker. workers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Migrants that we bring in, slave labor. labor. Yes, um, toiling but, in the in the in the guillotine league factories. <laughs> so I uh, I went and I said Baker Mayfield's going to come crashing back to earth. He played like shit this week. Um, what else does Tampa have going on? They're probably going to be in for more of Baker Mayfield. I think so. And and, and in totality, this is the best year of his career. True. Yes, he's played well. Now, <clears throat> not the greatest offensive line, and he does have these bummer moments that he he foists on your team like he did last Sunday but in totality he's played so much better than anybody expected and and Tampa's gonna pick they're probably sitting at roughly draft position 18 right now it's hard to do much from 18 then there is the desperate need at quarterback and I only have three teams in here in the plainly desperate need Mm. New England Mm -hmm. Las Vegas Yep. And Washington. Yeah. New England and Washington are at the top of the draft. Second behind uh, the Bears. Right. So they're in a death spiral for the number two spot. Uh, The commanders have to lose as double-digit dogs to the Cowboys, who are likely going to be sitting a whole bunch of people. Oh, no, they have to win, actually. I think they, yeah, they they, they they can win win the division. Right. So they, and and Washington really needs to lose. Yes. 
And I think if that happens, they win the strength of schedule against New England. We'll see. But they're, they're close. They're two in the desperate need category. Vegas is the third. Don't need to elaborate. We know the deal. Now, the more interesting category is, the: are we really still doing this? Quarterback category. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. The Giants with Daniel Jones coming off of knee surgery. Yeah. It, they, are we really <clears throat> still doing this? I, they're going to have to. They don't have a choice. They just signed him to, what, $38 million a year? I think that, <laughs> I think they're stuck with Daniel Jones for another year. Oh, man. And hope that he comes back off the ACL and is – keep in mind, the ACL is so punishing for him because – the, half of the reason he had any value he was because of the scrambling, Big, right? tall, white boy who can gallop, which yeah. is crazy. So you take that off the table, and now you just have Daniel Jones' arm. He's never thrown for more than 15 touchdowns in a season. I know. Are we really still doing this, the Saints, with Derek Carr? Carr Are we a, really still here's doing the thing, this? Just, just like his whole career, though, Zabe, he's not bad enough to get you to move on. <laughs> you know, although the Raiders eventually did, but it took him a long time to get there. Sure. He's had I think 7 300-yard games this year. Wow. He hasn't he hasn't played badly. Okay. So um, they're going to be st- there st- we're probably in for more. I think we're in for more. I need to put them in a different category. The Falcons. Oh, yeah. Desmond that's a, Ritter. That's a reboot. Are we really still doing Desmond Ritter? They've benched him four times this year. The answer is clearly no. That's going to be a new head coach that's going to want their own person. Okay. Falcons, unfortunately, got to be picking in roughly spot, I don't know, 14 or something. So they're not going to be in a spot to, to easily help themselves. But they, right. can't, they can't go back to Ritter. Okay. Are we really still doing this? The Steelers with Kenny Pickett. They're not. I don't think. Are we really still yeah. doing the Kenny Pickett thing? You know, they secured Mike Tomlin's 17th out of 17 winning mm-hmm. seasons. God bless him for that. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. It, it is. It, right. And for those Steeler fans I know, shout out to you, uh, Scotty Boy and Nathan Nye. Looks like Tomlin's back again <laughs> because it's hard to fire who's never had a losing season, well, no matter his shortcomings. And not only that, you can say he's doing this despite the quarterbacking yes. you know, since Ben's heyday. So for all the people who are like, we well, just rode Ben Ben Roethlisberger's arm. Right. You know, it's been so, three years since Ben was any good. So you don't think the Steelers are going to keep doing this thing? No, this picket pick thing's running okay. its course. I know they invested a first-round pick into him, but he's, I think in two years, he's thrown more than one touchdown in a game one time. Okay. All right. Are we still doing this? The Titans with everything they're doing. <laughs> with the with the decrepit, decaying Ryan Tannehill, with the never delivered promise of Malik Heath the project. Yeah. With the uh still infuriatingly inconsistent Will Levis who got hurt on Sunday. Are we still what are we what are we doing? They're Tennessee? rebooting. That's gonna be another total reboot at quarterback. Levis is not the answer for anybody who watched. He had remember his first game in, the four touchdowns that oh, yeah. he threw, right? Splash. Yeah, splash. It was on three of those passes were pretty bad. And then he looked just like that. He just it was it's been all bad since right. then. He's not the answer. Malik Willis definitely not the answer. Non functional passer. All remember right. there were people that were banging the drum for Malik Willis to be the first pick in uh, overall in I that know. draft. I know, because people get crazy from the end of the football season to draft day. They get literally crazy. They envelop themselves in all this nonsense, bullshit, combine, uh, pro days. This is what the rumor is. Buzz this. Make up an argument for. 
It's crazy. The other thing that kills people in this process, they love their rushing mobile quarterbacks. They and, do, yes. But at the end of the day, you just you have to be a functional passer, Josh Dobbs. I mean, that's, you know, you the evaluation for the quarterback position should be 80% arm. Yeah. And we get guys like Malik Willis just running through <laughs> colleges and especially at the Liberty level. And people are like, oh my God, he's, you know, he's transformational. Yeah. Not as a passer. Yeah. Did I call him Malik Heath? You did, but that's all right. We'll, Malik we'll Heath just, is just a wide here. receiver for the Packers. Malik Willis, what you're talking about, Willis, is the Liberty quarterback. And yeah. Will Levis is the still very much raw prospect. Uh, so they may be, you know, Go in a different direction. Are we still really doing this? Last two teams. Yeah, there's still more. I told you, man, this is a tough league. Ugh. Tough league to get it right at quarterback, you know? Are we really still doing this on the Panthers and Bryce Young? This is going to be one of the most fascinating tests to me with a hot-headed owner who may or may not have thrown a drink on somebody. <laughs> Looks like he did to me, but I'm not a court of law. How long will they have their hand in the fire on this Beautiful little shrimpy ass, teensy tiny, not like Kyler Murray can run away from everybody. Doesn't have his arm. Quarterback and Bryce Young, who by the way has secured the worst passer rating in the league for a starter minimum number of attempts, dethroning the two-time reigning champ Zach Wilson. Wow! Did you know Zach Wilson had that the title? Back to of back worst passer rating for minimum attempts. Wow! Two years in a row. Wow! So. <laughs> Bryce Young is now locked now, it up with a with a week to go. Obviously, sunk cost fallacy is a big part of this conversation, right? And so, sunk cost fallacy being for those that don't know, you know, you put this first round pick into him, so you you can't just move on from that. You've already get put all this money in. It's so, a sunken cost that you don't want to walk away from, right? Right. Even if that's the smart move. Yes. Yeah. Um. So and now, obviously, they don't have a first round pick because they gave that up to go get him, <laughs> so they can't even make a move. You could look at Trevor Lawrence. Remember, Trevor Lawrence, rookie season, disaster, along with everything else that went wrong right. that year in Jacksonville. Right. Um, and then in the Can second year, they got, him, they got him better coaching, and he brought Jacksonville to the second round of the playoffs. Can you squint hard <clears> enough, <throat> though, to make teensy-tinesy Bryce Young into Trevor Lawrence? I can't. Yeah. I can't squint that hard. Lawrence had the arm talent that Bryce Young doesn't have. I know. That's the problem. I know. Yeah. Okay, and the last one are the in the category of, are we really still doing this? You're going to laugh. The J-E-T-S. Oh. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, they're doing it, baby. <laughs> oh, they're doing it. You know they are. Because Here's why, Zabe. Because they've spent the whole season saying, if only... only. Rodgers was healthy. That's right. And so now they got to go run, if only, back next year. And they got (laughs) to see what happens with them. They will not not make a substantive move at quarterback. I I agree with you on that, but I just got to believe there are some people in that building, quietly, without wanting to stir up any shit, who are asking, what are we doing? So if he comes back and he's good, how good can he be? If he comes back and plays... What else is going to break on him? Yeah, and what's the what? What do you do after him? I mean, your right. your, time, your run with him is more, still right. super short. Right? How many more years of him after this coming would we have? Right. So, the right thing to do would be to go Jordan Love on Aaron Rodgers again and go draft your next quarterback of the future to learn behind Aaron Rodgers. 
because that went great in Green Bay. <laughs> he loved that. Yeah. But that'd be the right thing to do. They All won't right. do it. Let's talk about the Lions real quick. Uh, Lions with a trick play, elaborately uh, beautiful, complex, well-thought-out, conceptual play that they had warned you know, Brad Allen and his crew about. They unleash it on what would have been the game-winning two-point conversion in Dallas, and they complete it then literally 20 seconds after the play is over. Here comes a flag. Yeah. And there's been so many takes on this, who's at fault, who's responsible, blah, blah, blah. I'm of the feeling of it was – there's a lot of overlapping truths here. So there's not one unified – like the Lions did get, quote, screwed sort of, but they were so tricky – they tricked the refs. Okay, but if you they knew that that could happen, that this could out-trick the refs, so they went to Brad Allen and his crew ahead of time I know. to explain exactly what they were going to do. Right. That's why, and so I don't think that's a fair criticism to say that they oh, they made it too complex or they, they put the refs in a position to be confused because they explained what was coming. Okay, but I read a report this morning that says the NFL does not plan to change their policies on reporting as eligible because they feel like the Lions intentionally did something that looked tricky or weird. What they did. They had Skipper 70 report eligible six times in the game alone. Right. And because he was jogging on, on this play late, Brad Allen looks at him like, Oh, you again, huh? 70? I got it. You're eligible. Hold on. You know, I got to go. I got to go set this play up. Did a yeah, yeah, and a nod to 68, uh, Decker, and didn't realize Decker was going, no, I'm eligible. And he just looked at 70 from afar and was like, yeah, I got it. You're eligible. Yeah. Not my first time doing this. I got a yep. plane to catch, by the <laughs> way, so <laughs> let's right. get this over with. And Brad Allen fucked it up. I think he did fuck it up. Brad I- Allen also lied through his fucking teeth in the pool report afterwards in which he claims something that clearly the tape does not support. But then again, this is a league that lies constantly, and I'm sure the league is going to back up their their referee in the end. They always do. <laughs> and, and nothing's going to come of it. Do you know? Because obviously, obviously, Brad Allen is mic'd. Do you know? Oh, there's audio. They, is there audio of oh, yeah. the whole thing? And why can't we hear it? I want to hear the audio. Let's release the tapes. I guarantee this. I believe that the the refs are mic'd up and they roll tape on them for the entire, all the games for mm-hmm. doing training purposes and in case there's like a fight or something and did somebody say something to somebody else kind yeah. of thing. So you think it's they're, they're rolling hot the they whole have, game. They have audio without question. From Brad Allen's mic, then in release, my opinion. Then I say release the audio. I'll, I, will talk to, I will talk to my refereeing friend, Ron Taylor, uh, who uh, didn't make it to the NFL, but he, he worked some pretty high-level college games. Uh, some thoughts on this stuff, but I believe that they, they mic all this up. NFL Films also has mics everywhere. Yeah. They probably didn't have them on the linemen because they don't have right. that many, but I wouldn't be shocked if they have referee mics as well. So the audio is out there, but you're asking, will we ever hear it? No fucking way. And here's why. The league is very good at keeping shit under wraps they want to keep under wraps. And, and they will go to any length to do so, including to court when it comes to Brady <laughs> and Deflategate and subpoenaing his phone and everything else. They, they have no shame in this. I had a friend, not a friend, I had a listener who preferred to be Deep Throat, who, uh, whose brother worked for NFL Films and did audio. Okay. 
He's holding a parabolic mic or something or whatever. Uh, he worked with a lot of the audio files from mic'd right. up guys. And this source of mine, and I trust him as a source, said his brother played for him audio of Marty Schottenheimer when the Chargers were the number one seed in the AFC and the early ascension of Brady and, and the Patriots. Yeah, this would have been they the Philip Rivers the, era. They shit the bed at home against the Patriots in a game where they were going for crazy fourth downs and two-point conversions. And this source said, you wouldn't believe Marty Schottenheimer's mic feed in that game. He said he was saying things like, I, I, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so hyped up. Because, you know, somebody's got to call me down here. I, I'm losing my mind here. You know, he was. Wow. They, this guy, this listener said, Marty Schottenheimer sounded like he couldn't handle the moment. Wow. That he was completely out of his mind. If you yeah. watch the game, there was shit that was done by him in that game that defied all logic. Was this the Philip Rivers he playing on one out. leg game? No, that was in New England. Okay, so that was this later. one. Okay, this right. was, I could look up the game, and for those Charger fans that may painfully remember it, uh, we can go back and do a deep dive. But yeah, my guy said the, the, the coach's mic of Marty was unbelievable. And you wouldn't, it would stun people if he got released. Never got released. It's not going to get released. Well, no. That would only make everybody look bad. So, uh, but that's not an integrity of the game issue like this is, which is why the NFL for sure won't release this because they never want right. anybody to question the integrity of the outcome of the game. Right. To me, the net-net the is, can we pare down the rule book on all of this eligible, not eligible, reporting, this, that, the other thing? The, the, the rules don't have to be this complex. They could be, I'm eligible because this is how and where I'm lined up instead of reporting. Imagine you're a budding NFL newbie in Germany, right? They desperately want to migrate this game to other countries. Imagine making heads or tails of this Lions play. How could you possibly have any understanding of what the hell is going on? Forget the about rules. a German noob. Explain it to your girlfriend. Right. Yes. Here. Right. That's grown up here's, with it. Here's what happened. He has to report. But you see, the other guy reported, and he just assumed. And because uh, 68 was not covered by a wide receiver, he technically was eligible. It didn't report to Brad Allen, though. Right. He announced it over the PA. And just because he announced it doesn't mean that that's exactly what happened. But who's going to prove it? They don't give you receipts for checking into the game. And uh, Skipper, anyway, was lined up in the guard position because he was on an interior line so he wasn't even eligible anyway so <laughs> we've lawyered up the rule book way it too is. much it is all right um what a weekend charge thank you for having me the specialness of friends and friendships and being there planning something bodacious which we did and we pulled it off catalina wine mixer played <laughs> your incredible pinball game godzilla yeah. I love what do you, it. What do you I'm about think? to play now, it for like, another hour or two yeah, before right. we go to the airport. What do you think is state-of-the-art pinball today? Where it is today compared to what we grew up with? It's incredible. This machine has so many ramps and spinners and targets and multi-balls uh, and th- buildings that pop up and collapse. and The whole unit shakes and everything else. My first thought was, having grown up with a pinball machine in the basement with my dad, was... Shit's going to break on this. You know, solenoids are going to go out. Connections are going to get bad. And I'm like, you better have a good repair person. Would you say, I don't have one now. Hopefully I won't need one. Hopefully I won't need one for a lot of plays, you know, because there's a lot of complexity to the game. But it's super fun. And I love that you have the machine in your basement. Second question for you. You played my MetaQuest 3. Yeah, I'm really impressed. As somebody who has been on the bleeding edge of VR, and yeah, now early, AR, early adopter. Bleeding yes. edge charge has been. Yes. What are your thoughts on MetaQuest 3? 
it's the best headset that's been made for commercial headset. There's some industrial headsets that are amazing, but they're like you know, five thousand or ten thousand dollars, and nobody plays games on them, right? And yeah, they're generally not used for games. So you're, you're like. I don't know. They're architects used, and stuff. Yeah, that virtual inspection of oil rigs right, in the North yeah, Sea. Right. So you don't have to actually fly out. To <laughs> right. That kind of stuff. Got it. So uh, this, uh, for commercial grade, I think it's fantastic. The field of view is great. The the uh, The pixel density clarity. is fantastic. The, yeah, the clarity is good. Responsiveness of Sound it. is awfully good. The sound is somehow spatially really good. It, it makes is. you feel like, I don't know how they do it, little tiny speakers in and around your headset. So if there's a noise coming off to your right, you hear it over there on your right. Which sounds just like stereo, but it's more complex no. than that. It's like if it's back and right, you feel like it's back and right. And yeah, it's... Grab the headset. See if you can see any tiny speakers I that lo- are... You know, I was looking at it at one point for exactly that, and I... I didn't see any outward-facing speakers in this. I assume it's this, just on the sides. these two yeah, right those, here. That's it right there. That's yeah. it. Yeah, just a left But and maybe right with software, they figure out how to make it trick your, your brain into thinking. Yeah. Now, you and I have been sharing a headset, and I guess I should tell you now about my face herpes, <laughs> which I had failed to mention prior to this point. You're telling um, me now? Yeah, I think I, now is probably the just time. Just now, yeah, the dick. Face, yeah, the face herpes. So we've been sharing this headset back and forth all Do weekend. Do you have a cream or an ointment for that? Um, I, I make my own. <laughs> also, the controllers, are they're, they're lightweight. What? They're great. What do, you, what do you make that homemade face herpes <laughs> cream out of? I just need to know. There's there's some mayo involved with that. <laughs> Same. Some mayo, a little dollop of gasoline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For our face herpes. But you'll uh, be fine. You'll be fine. Um, you know, you might need to well, I'll have you mask up for a okay. while. Okay. And uh and the, the, the setup you have in the basement with a very ultra th- short throw projector. The projector is on a small stand on the floor and it throws two feet to the wall, but up onto what looks like a 100-inch screen. 120. 120. Yeah. 120-inch screen that is incredibly clear. We enjoyed watching Sunday Ticket on YouTube, enjoyed with an asterisk. (laughs) Yes, with with the games they've decided they'll allow you to watch. There is no reason why YouTube is not letting you pick the four-banger that you want. Uh, How about eight-banger? Why can't I watch eight? That would Direct be, TV for 25 years let me watch eight games. Okay. I want eight, and I want to be able to pick my eight. That's not asking too much, YouTube TV. Does you, eight divide evenly into the screen, or is there space? I think there is a little, there's a little, there's a little space. Yeah, there's a little space top bottom. It doesn't fill every inch, but it's still, yeah. it's still way better. I'm also curious, and somebody who's a nerd about video stuff or maybe has done the research on that, I believe that when YouTube TV delivers you the four-banger picture on Sunday Ticket, Mm -hmm. they're delivering four separate feeds that have to be caught and processed by your bandwidth. It's not a melted four. four. Right, that they 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 could cook the four together and then deliver it to you in one stream of video and not tax your Wi-Fi as much. I think they deliver four because they allow you to pop around with the audio to each one. Yeah, which so you that need. requires four discrete screens, and it allows you to punch into one of the four and then hit back to go back to the four view. Yeah. So we had here in your house 
four downstairs, eight upstairs, right? plus a computer and an iPad. And even though you've got great Wi-Fi here, I think we were taxing your system pretty For good. For sure. No doubt. Because that's, that's a big draw. We yeah. Had, you know, we had eight, five devices but, all, all streaming. But for next year, YouTube and DirecTV, just let us pick the four baggers. It's we'll not, pick It's them. not that hard. <laughs> right. It shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 or, 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 or at least explain clearly why it's not that way. Because yeah, right now, nobody knows. <laughs> right. They're like, just don't talk about it. No. Or how about this? If you're going to prepackage my four multi-views, give me effectively every option. Give me like every possible scenario to to build those four if you have to prepackage it. That or would give be me nice. many more options. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. So I got a little dollop of snow. You guys got the first actual snowfall of the year. Yeah, it or pretty not. much. We've had we've had just little a stuff half that an hasn't inch. stayed. Yeah, I'd this call is it a, a half an inch dusting here. That's about it. Went to Big Boar Barbecue on Saturday night. Thank you to the owner who I met there. Yeah, uh, you did not. That was not the owner. Oh, that the was just, Yeah, that was a manager. All right, yep. but shout out Big Boar uh, in uh, New Haven. Uh, Hanover. Haven. Hanover. Hanover. Hanover, Minnesota. Hanover, Minnesota, just west of the Twin Cities. Uh, it's outstanding barbecue. Check it out. Um, thank you as well to Jeff Tyler, our regional market president, iHeart, that got us the four tickets at no cost to the league. They were incredible yeah, tickets. 50 Heart Line, beautiful, great club seats. seats and all that. Yeah. Thank you to my man Kevin and his uh, girl Chantel who came to the game and were great company. Thank you to Manny's for getting us a table and you, Charge, for hooking that up. Yeah. Shout them out. Manny's Steakhouse, downtown wow. Minneapolis. It's a classic. One of just the top five in the country, if not the best. It is. Right? I'm convinced it's as good as any steakhouse in America. Right. Uh, thank you to uh, Prohibition Bar. We went there for New Year's. Thank you to who else? Roxy, who was a great. Uh, how about you? How about this? thank you, Steve Zabin, for making it all happen? Why do you mean out thank your own me? Pocket. You, I you know, just you flew came. Out, you flew out here. I did nothing. Yes. I showed up and you I. Had, you, had, you ran all the risks of having like no food to eat because you know that was not a know, risk. You know you had you had a lot there. You had a lot on the line here. You made it all happen. I did my almost. Man. I, I did almost cancel my Delta flight because it was listed as in-flight Wi-Fi, seven hundred and seventy dollars, seven dollars. By the way, follow up on that because somebody asked. Yes, they did cancel my flight. I had to rebook on a different flight. Luckily, there was still you saw space. seats All available. Right. All right. All right, Charge. An hour and ten, but it went by in a flash. It Weekend did. went by in a flash. You're the man. Happy New Year. Best of best in 2024. Uh, Guillotine League payouts are coming now for uh, your two, Yeah, by the time you hear the Tuesday is going to be. For people who are winners, we have, if you won money in our one of our public contests, Tuesday's payday. All right. Full fantasy recap next week. We'll see you, folks. Happy New Year. No, come back, eh? Look what you did. Everybody's going. You, you. Come back. I won't let him do it again. Yeah. My fault was, yeah, your yeah, fault. You're such a hoser. There's no way I'll ever do another record with you. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. 
Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.